Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Thanks for listening to another edition of Cavs the Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mallory Factor, and today I am joined by Tom Pestick, Nate Smith, and David Wood. And of course, we are recording this at midnight. So guys, it's official. Today is the day that LeBron James returns to Cleveland, Ohio. Tom, start us off here. LeBron, he's back. It's today. What's What are you feeling? What's going through your head? Well, I ordered cable. <laughs> So I can watch. <laughs> uh, you ordered cable. So you right, can we just end the you podcast? You do not there? have to steal the illegal uh, Czechoslovakian feed. I would of, never do that. Uh, I would never. I'm, I would I'm never sorry. Do that. I would <laughs> never do that. I don't even know. What, I don't even know what you're talking about. What, Wait, I'm not, what's Czechoslovakia? I've never even heard of that company or uh, country. Yeah, I've never even heard of. I've never even heard of that country. <laughs> I got cable. Yeah. No. I. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. See. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm really excited. Um, about a week ago, my wife and I decided we wanted to get rid of about half of our stuff. We just had too much stuff. And in the process of cleaning, I found all my old LeBron gear. I found two jerseys, that, um, that, that really sweet Cavs MVP t-shirt that the MVP was like – the V was like the uh, V in Cavs from the 80s logo with the basketball in it. Oh, my God. That's um, awesome. So I was, pretty, I was pretty happy to see all that that's stuff. That's my favorite. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine too. I have, a, so, I have a Believe Land shirt that I've been saving since LeBron came back to wear tomorrow, uh, made by Homage. I don't know if you guys are familiar with yeah. Homage. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've got one of those as well. Um, so in, in the old, like, orange and, and, like, baby blue, or not baby blue, but, like, sky blue or whatever, um, ready to be worn tomorrow. So I feel you. I'm yeah. I've I'm been just really excited. Just a giant collection of the worst bootleg LeBron Returns t-shirts that you can get on like any street corner and and i've got the ugliest and the most poorly thought out like the misspelled ones that you know like someone from china did you know i've got those so i'm, I'm ready to go uh david what's your plan you psyched you ready what are you thinking uh i'm stoked i have to work until six tomorrow so i'm just gonna end up rushing home so i can see all the pregame and stuff hopefully yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I think we all work until at least 5 o'clock, right, guys? Yeah, I'm really tempted to go up uh, just for the the live show. And the, is everybody know what's going on with the, the schedule? No, oh, I heard there's yeah, going to be a concert, right? We'll, we'll get there well, okay. in a second. We'll get there okay. in a second. David, finish your thought, though. I'm sorry, uh, David. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh. Well, today at the thrift store, I was uh, like kind of perusing everything, and they had uh, one of the old LeBron jerseys when they were still Reebok ones behind the counter, and they were trying to sell it for eighty bucks. And it had like <laughs> it had like stains and holes in it, and I was like, I was really thinking about getting it, but then I just I could not uh, 
commit. I found my LeBron jersey. I, I don't have it out right now, but I so I, I can't remember. I can pull it up on my phone and figure out what it is. But I'm gonna definitely wear that to work as well. Um, I'm excited. I you know I, they're playing the Knicks, so. I kind of want to go to a bar to watch the game, but at the same time, being surrounded by a bunch of Nick fans who know that their team is terrible doesn't sound like the most appetizing thing. I may end up going to Robert's Bar and watching there. Well, there's another uh, bar that's going on by a Brooklyn Cavs fan. Uh, there's a big meetup. Uh, the Cavs Coffee Clatch uh, is putting together a uh, meetup in uh, in New York. So I'll, Wait, I'll really? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of trying to start a meetup in like Midtown to Lower Manhattan with Cavs fans. We'll get there eventually. You know, tomorrow's like one of those days where I just think it's going to be so chaotic for all oh, it, of us. Um, yeah. So let's, let's you know, I'll finish this too with, with their plans for tomorrow. I'm My goal is in the middle of the day during my lunch break to run to New Jersey and uh, like to New Jersey and back in under an hour and pick up some Great Lakes beer just for my celebration when we cream, hopefully cream the New York Knicks. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just so you know, the New York bar is uh, that the Cavs Coffee Clutch is meeting at is New York or is Blue Haven, NYC, uh, and it is. Let's see where it's at. Yeah, this is. I, I didn't uh, realize it's that. on Houston Street at the Houston of, Houston Street House. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> is that near Wooster, Ohio? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's near it's near Wooster, Ohio. Exactly. Yeah. So it's on Houston, guys. It's in Greenwich Village. It's in the Village. Uh, right off of West Houston, so that's going to be down near, uh, I'm assuming, the Houston Beer Hall. Uh, so that's really easy to get to, right off of the one train. Um, Brooklyn, so there you go. Yeah, Brooklyn Cavalier, if you're going to have a meetup there, respond to this podcast. I hope you're listening because <laughs> I will hopefully be there. Um, guys, so let's let's review a little bit what's going on tomorrow. First off, I brought... I'm, I'm sorry, I have to apologize. That was Harlem Cavalier. It oh, Harlem <laughs> Cavalier. It's not Brooklyn Cavalier because there is a Brooklyn But I think Cavalier. Brooklyn Cavalier is going to be there. So, okay, right. we've gotten off on a tangent. Yeah. All right, guys. So I got to start this this sort of like what's going on tomorrow in Cleveland story off with um, on the phone with my mother walking over to watch the Nick game and telling her about how excited I am. And she goes, yeah, you know, Sounds like everyone's going to be in Ohio. I guess Justin Timberlake is flying out. Guys, <laughs> we got Justin Timberlake coming to Cleveland, Ohio for the Cavs game. Uh, Imagine Dragons will be doing a free show with Kendrick Lamar in a parking lot. It's, uh, beer and, and liquor is, I guess, allowed in from what I've read. Um, and then it's just going to turn into a Cavs viewing party. Well, see, I just read, I got the plane dealer page up and it says, Alcohol and lawn chairs are prohibited. Oh, so, I, I thought it wasn't uh, prohibited. I thought they were not prohibited. Well, I'm sure there'll be flasks and other uh, accoutrements floating about the crowd. All so. right. Thank you for, for correcting <laughs> me on that, Nate. I don't want to lead anyone to getting Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, and uh, sports centers broadcasting there from throughout the day. Right, exactly. So, you know, basically. Oh, and in addition to. On, on East. East Fourth, sorry, East Fourth. You got to make sure you. Kendrick Lamar, you got Kevin Hart's going to be there. So... Oh yeah, Kevin Hart. So he'll be up on a stool, so the cat, the crowd can see him. So. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland fans, you got a lot to do in that city. I mean, t Tom, can I ask you this? What what kind of emotions are you going through right now? Not even just like you know what you're going to do, what the mindset is emotionally. What are you feeling? Uh, I'm just ready for it. I've been. I've been ready for it for about a month now, and uh, I just can't wait to watch them actually trying to win. You know, preseason, it was like they weren't 
and no one was playing in the fourth quarter. We didn't really get a sense of what they could do. They're obviously coasting. Um, I guess I don't really know. Uh, I'm, I'm really focused on, you know, our site and I'm focused on, I'm going to be doing radio interviews once a week. And I actually got to go up and meet some people in the Cavs front office this week. So it's all a blur. I, I really just want to watch basketball. Like I just want to sit down with a Great Lakes beer and just watch LeBron throw down dunks and Kevin Love hit step back threes. And I'm just, I'm just so excited. I, I, I don't really even, you know, it's like in 2010 when the preseason started, every, every play of that preseason like was was mind-numbingly emotional because of the way 2009 ended. Right. The last four the last four years have been just awful basketball, you know. So and, I, and it's like I, I don't even know what to think. Like I think it's gonna take it's gonna take a I don't know it's gonna take a few games before it it really hits home. Like this yeah, team that's exactly, has so much talent. <laughs> like they could I, really win a championship. I've been going through this. It hasn't sunken in fully yet to me. Like no, it definitely I, hasn't. Sunk I, in. I, there's this. There's this part of me that's like I. I sort of like all week is I've been basically trying to hype myself up, but I, I've been feeling a little bit more emotional today, and I can't even imagine what it's going to be like watching that game tomorrow. Well, and it's going to be nuts. Yeah. And that crowd, let's talk about that the crowd. last time. That Cleveland was the center of the sports universe. It was when LeBron was there in the finals. No, no, no. I mean, not like the Well, maybe the finals, but I don't think it's been like this since the tribe was in the World Series. I mean, I was. Um, I mean, this what, might be the biggest. Then, so. <laughs> this might be the biggest regular season game in any American sport ever. Like I, it's an event. It might be ever. I mean, this might get the highest rating. This might set a cable. Cable ratings record this game. Wow. All right. It, you guys heard it here first. It's going to set a cable uh, rating record, according to Nate. <laughs> uh, would you, would that surprise you? No. Wait, David, emotionally, what are you going through right now? Uh, I've just been telling everyone, like, hey, the cast play tomorrow. It's ridiculous. I feel <laughs> like, I feel like a little kid. It's so obvious. Like, I was at the barber shop today. And like whenever some whenever someone talks about the Cavs, like I have to be like, I'm from Cleveland. Like I like this team before now. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I I suffered through those four years. So so as the second longest continuous, I, actually wait, am I the lo- I am the longest, aren't I? Tom, you are you the longest or am I the long? No, but you weren't tenured. You were. <laughs> You're the longest continuously tenured. Cavs the blogger besides John. Yeah. I, can yeah, tell I, start, you guys, I started in I started in 2010. So you, but, you took a sabbatical, though. But yeah, you took a sabbatical. So I'll yeah, say I this, did. guys, I started in 2011. <laughs> I have done nothing but blog for the absolute worst teams in the NBA. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. It's like I'm still I'm still of the mindset, like wondering if Tristan Thompson can finish without getting blocked i'm still oh thinking about you know if Dion waiters you gotta can get improve that out his, of your head though i'm still thinking like man i hope Dion can improve his free throw percentage i hope Kyrie stops getting like flypaper stuck to picks like i'm i'm my mind is still i'm, I'm still watching delhi like i'm nitpicking delhi like i'm not even you're not uh, it, it so hasn't like, sunk in yet that like kevin love and lebron james are going to be playing 30 plus minutes a game on my team it with, has with, not sunk with Kyrie in Irving. yeah like like I'm still in the oh I get to watch AJ Price finish a game mode. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey guys, Samardo Samuels. 
You know, um, Smarto, Smarto Samuels has come up in conversation or on blogs so many times over the last three days. I'm, so, I'm trying to figure out, did something happen? Like, did Smarto No, I think he's just like the poster boy for terrible players were, that, yeah. yeah, played for the Cavs. Okay. Well, why did he become the poster child? Uh, I think because all the rest of the guys are well, how did he, around. How did he steal it from Ryan Hollins? Because <laughs> Ryan Hollins is still on an NBA team. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like Donald Sloan started tonight yeah. for the Pacers and looked decent. Oh my gosh, too. he looked he did. Yeah, so he almost George had Hill. a triple double. Yeah, Donald Sloan looked. I was watching a little bit of that Pacer game, and we'll get there in a second. He had like sixteen points, ten boards, and six assists. Yeah, he looked. He looked. And and the announcers, I can't remember who are they playing the seventy six or so. I think it was the the Pacers announcers were like Donald Sloan. He looks really good. The coaches are really high on him this season. And, and I just kept thinking to myself, seriously, Donald Sloan is a guy that like NBA teams are, are considering continuously employing. Drew, yeah, Gooden exactly. was eight of, Drew Gooden was 8 of 11 tonight. For the, uh, <laughs> I didn't even realize he was, he's on the Wizards now. Yeah, Drew Gooden was on him last year, right? Yeah, yeah the, I, the, I didn't the league even know is, that. is littered with, with calves from the drag years. Um, but really quickly, guys, before we get into this stuff, is it okay to drink Thirsty Dog, or do you have to go with Great Lakes for tomorrow? Oh, no. you. I think Thirsty Dog, Fat Heads, Great Lakes. We're celebrating the whole region. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, you know, I'm thinking Thirsty Dog, but I, I love Great Lakes, too. I don't know where to go with that. Um, have you drank much Fat Heads? Uh, yeah, of course. I love Fat Heads. Fat Heads Hop Hunter is the best head, thing ever. Headhunter, Headhunter, Headhunter. It's amazing. Headhunter? Yeah, Headhunter. I thought it was Hop Hunter. It's Headhunter, and it's incredible. Oh, my God. And Brew Kettle, if you guys can get a hold of some White Raja. No, it's Hop Stalker. Hop Stalker? I don't know that one. Yeah. You, you got Headhunter and, and Hop Stalker mixed yeah, together. Yeah, no, it's it's Hop Stalker. Fresh know. Hop IPA. It's oh, delicious. It's got to be incredible. Um. So, okay, guys, going back to, to like the emotion of tomorrow, what do you think the outcome of this game is going to be? Uh, Nate, do you think that the Cavs are going to just destroy the Knicks, or is it? They're going to destroy the Knicks. The Knicks were down 10 to uh, the Bulls at halftime, and the Bulls like, didn't, didn't let them score for like six straight minutes. Are there any professional they players? Up, they really? were up by over 30 at one point, in like 35 points in the fourth. <laughs> They're terrible. The Knicks are awful. Other than. than- Amari Sotomayor and Carmelo Anthony. Are there any pro level players on this Knicks team? Um, uh, J.R. Smith. Uh, yeah. <laughs> J.R. Smith, baby. Woo. Green Light. That's his nickname. Yeah, seriously. Green Light. Yeah, I mean, they, they traded for uh, Jose Calderon and, and they have. Anthony early. Early. And like, but they're. And they've got him on Shumpert, but it's like. And then they have a rookie head coach who is trying to install the triangle, they just I, – I think uh, Derek Fisher is completely out of his depth. Oh, I think – I honestly, I think – so I was pretty high, and I, I wrote the, you know, Atlantic Division preview on the Snicks team. Um, but I, I got to tell you, I totally misjudged that situation. I really like it. I, 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 we're, we're gonna get. I, I'm gonna want everyone to pick their their NBA Finals and stuff picks. Well, but. don't feel too bad, Mallory, because I think Nate had the Lakers winning like 
How many 30, games? Thirty-six games. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, well, guys. no, I, I actually on an, on the other site, we, I got in an enormous argument on Got Buckets with Kevin over the Knicks win projection, and then I like Kevin talked me off a ledge because he's like Byron Scott is coaching this team. Oh my god, yeah. the, the Lakers just like I. Okay, so the best part of the last two days has honestly been my girlfriend and I sitting on my couch yesterday watching the Laker game and me explaining to her the Byron Scott cross-armed dead stare <laughs> and her being like, wow, that guy's annoying. Then we flipped the channel, went back to it like an hour and a half later and literally Byron Scott standing there doing the exact same thing. And she said to me, not even kidding. Holy crap. This dude is actually the most annoying human being on the planet. So. Yeah. I mean, they could just replace him with the Scott bot 3000. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Or, or, or just like, you know, a scarecrow. <laughs> um all right so yeah this let's go into this part of of the podcast tom, tom had the greatest line tonight he said if the if the lakers start out really bad they should just fire byron scott and rehire mike brown yeah seriously <laughs> it's the greatest idea ever Dude, yeah. they need they need to let nash coach the team <laughs> that's it oh my god david that is brilliant steve nash needs to be the head coach of of the uh los angeles lakers i mean that's You've you figured out the entire season. Um, all right, guys, let's go into the segment, though. Any other games you've been watching uh, the last two days? What do you guys think? I don't have the game on right now, but I'm I'm dying to know what's going on in the Thunder so, game. So I watched uh, the, the uh, Hornets come back from a double-digit deficit. I think it might have been the largest comeback in their franchise history. And they sent it into overtime on a uh, Kemba Walker transition three. Yeah, they were down like 20 when I left my apartment. Yeah, yeah. And they ended up winning the game. And that court looks incredible in Charlotte. I mean, it's just – I'm, I'm, What happened? Who won the game for them? It was Kemba? Well, they went into overtime and won the game. Yeah, Walker hit some shots in overtime as well. So is Kemba going to be that player that everyone is – questioning why they didn't believe in him more uh, maybe he's still not a great shooter but but the thing that i took away from that game is michael kidd Grillchrist does not have that hitch in his shot anymore and he no, bar- mean- he he buried two 20 footers like no hesitation and it was like yeah this was not him last year so mark price man he's working his magic down there so basically because i i guys i gotta say i was obsessed obsessed with michael kidd Gilchrist during that draft I can feel a little validated on my beliefs that this guy might actually be a megastar one day. Tom, you watch the game. Well, he's definitely got the, I mean, he could be a, he already is sort of a lockdown defender. Um, So his problem's always been, he's been like Tony Allen offensively. He just, you can leave him wide open anywhere and you don't have to worry about it. You know, he's not like built, Tony Allen is 6'4". Yeah, but if you have a, but if you have a hit, but if you have a hitch in your shot and you can't make anything other like than a he layup, he had his his shooting form looked made Jakeem Noah and uh, Sean Marion look like Mark Price. I mean, it, it was looked just like a, the, it looked like a Chuck Hayes free throw. I mean, it was just so yeah, it, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But it looked good and, tonight. And it's, it's it looks good. You know, it's it's still not. It still doesn't really look like the way a guard or a wing should shoot. It kind of reminded me a little bit of the way Udonis Haslam shoots. Now, obviously, he's an incredible baseline, especially mid-range shooter. But it's kind of like that really high release, like fingertip release. Um, but whatever works. I mean, I mean, it's you know, he was five of six from the free throw line. Um, so they have a tough team. I mean, yeah, they're, they're gonna miss they're gonna miss McRoberts, but. 
I, I really think I they are think a team. I don't that much. If, if you guys remember uh, again, I I love the Bobcats team. I love. He the led them. He led them in assists, man. They, they yeah, but they picked up. They picked up Lance Stevenson. You know, they picked yeah. up Marvin Williams. Cody yeah. Zeller is another year developed. I, I think just, they'll be fine. I just said Bobcats, by the way. I mean Hornets. It's gonna take yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. It'll well, take I have a while. question for you. So you say it's the biggest comeback in franchise history, but that's really <laughs> the the Bob Hornets history. It's not like when they were in New Orleans, like that's the Pelicans history. That's very confusing. This is going to oh, be very, very confusing. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know if it includes <laughs> I, I don't, the honestly, old Hornets. I think they should have named themselves the Bob Hornets, but the no one else. <laughs> the Bob Hornets. Uh, the Bob Hornets, yeah. David, whole... did you, do you watch any games today or uh, yesterday? I saw the Dallas Spurs game. Oh, I think God, the, that game was amazing. Yeah, that was yeah, a good da- game. Dallas is going to be amazing this year. Dallas will really be good. Yeah, yeah you, you're right. But, they will be. But good. the Spurs are a machine. I, Monta Ellis might be the most underrated player in the NBA right now. Seriously, I go that far. Uh, he looked. Uh, he looked ridiculously good. He shot what, like fifty five percent last night. He had six assists and five rebounds. The fact that they have a third option on offense now, yeah, and like, really a fourth option because Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler can just finish lobs. And finish cuts to the basket like so much better than whoever played center for them last year. I can't even remember. Was it Dallenbear? Yeah, it was yeah. Dallenbear. Yeah, exactly. That's all you need to know. They got JJ back today too. Really? Yeah, he signed on like a veteran's minimum. Wow. Um, J- JJ Berea. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I thought I, you meant Reddick. No, 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 oh, Reddick, no. No, no, no. Well, there's also Hickson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where is Hickson yeah. now? He's not. Well, when he said, when he's he still said veteran minimum, I thought. Yeah, he's still with JaVale McGee. They got those two they, guys in, in their in front the most court. Dysfunctional, like, reserve front court ever. Did anyone catch any of that um, uh, Timberwolves game? I caught a little yes, bit. I watched, I watched a lot of that game. Um, the Timberwolves just got eviscerated inside Zach Randolph was like 14 of 16 and Mark Gasol was like 12 of 16 wait, wait so if they got eviscerated inside why was it a one-point game with like 47 seconds left because offensively they played pretty good and your man uh, Thad Young Nate had a really nice game up uh, and he has the green real light point now he has the green light he was just firing away I thought am I watching Josh Smith like because he's let He's left-handed too, you know, and they're about I the same a size. Rubio looked a lot better than I thought he was going to look. Actually, Mo Mo Williams had a really nice game too for them. I think there's some Ewing theory potential with the Wolves. Oh, big time Ewing theory potential with the Wolves. Honestly, I think they they might be like the sons of of this year. Anthony Bennett was four of eight, and no one really said anything. <laughs> if that would if that if that would have happened last year on the Cavs, like Cavs Twitter, we would have gone would've, crazy. We would have gone absolutely, absolutely ballistic. We would have been like Anthony Bennett scored ten. Anthony points. Bennett had a replacement level NBA player game. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say right. what though the two the two stat stats that have stuck out for me the last two games. Yesterday, Anthony Davis had. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. He had nine blocks last night. Anthony Davis is the first legit quadruple double candidate, like since since Tim Will Duncan. Chamberlain, since Tim Duncan was in his prime. And then, so not only that's just that's just disgusting. Um, the manimal tonight. He's on my fantasy team. You offered had, to trade him to me. You still want to? 
he had 22 points and 17 rebounds. And I, as soon as I saw that that line in my fantasy team, I thought, okay, so the score was like 134 to 120, and it went into like double OT. And the score was like 89 to 70 something. So wait, wait, so in, Tom, you so don't scored, want to trade him to my team anymore. Yeah, I think I'm gonna hang on to him. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone was looking to get Monta Ellis for me yesterday. Well, did you well, see you, the trade the trade that I did with uh John? For Parker? Or you got Parker? No, I, I traded Westbrook and um Ben Gordon for Mike Conley and James Harden. Ooh, yeah, he wanted to get rid of Harden really badly. And I wanted Westbrook's gonna get hurt after two weeks. <laughs> from playing that he looks well great i just he does look great i just i i just have a bad feeling i i'm psychic about these things um all right guys after what you've seen today because i, I want to start you know moving towards my last topic of conversation here after what you've seen today what teams do you consider cont- i mean you know obviously it's the first game of the year surprises uh disappointments things like that tom yeah. A Boston, absolutely Boston. They just completely destroyed the Nets, and Rajon Rondo had a really nice game. And they're a young team. I'm a big Brad Stevens believer. I saw him for years because I'm a Wright State alum, and so I always got to I always watch the Butler games. And Jared Sullinger is really filling out into a nice role in the NBA. I think uh, with a healthy Rondo, I think with a healthy Rondo. Boston will make the playoffs, and they could be a dangerous team. I th- I think Rondo's gone by midseason, and he's I still, still a young guy. Play. I mean, yeah. you don't you don't. I mean, he's not like no 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 no. no. I think that team is so deep at guard they should trade Rondo. I mean, they've got Avery Bradley, they got Marcus Smart, they've got you know uh, Phil Pressy, Evan Turner. They've got a lot of good young guys that can play point guard and they, if they could get one more wing with some size, they could be really good. So you think that Boston, they got your boy, be, they got, they got Olinick. They got Olinick and they got my boy, Tyler Zeller. T-Zell. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> was three, three for four tonight. Nate, what's your surprise or disappointment team after the first two days? Nobody realizes how good Chicago is going to be. Uh-oh. Like not nobody realizes how good they're going to be, but Chicago is. Are we talking Spurs machine? Good. I mean, pretty much everyone has said they're going to win between fifty and sixty games, and they're going to be the second best team in the East. So when you say nobody realizes, like, what? Well, do you yeah, mean? but nobody realizes that this is a legit contender for to come out of the Eastern Conference. I mean, what if Derrick Rose gets hurt? What if he well, doesn't get is- hurt? That is the big what if, but I mean, their backup point guard is Aaron Brooks, who was good in like 2008. Okay, wait, Tom. Yeah, what if Derrick Rose doesn't get hurt though? Yeah, I mean you so, got to realize that was a playoff team last year without Derrick Rose, and they added Paul Gasol, they added uh, Doug McDermott, they added Nikolai Mirotic, and they added you know Etwan Moore, Derrick Brooks. Uh, yeah, that team is stacked I guess they because win, they I'm more the afraid of their front court some points and Derrick Rose only yeah. played 20 minutes um, I think they're a really they're a really tough team and I think they will give the Cavs fits 
But I mean, without Rose last year, they were so offensively anemic. Now I know. So, now so they've do got, you feel the way Rose about Rose that assault. I feel about Westbrook? I think Westbrook is a better player than Derrick Rose, even if Derrick Rose is 100 percent healthy. I, no, I, think, I don't agree with you at all. I think I think people are a little clouded. I think Rose's MVP season was a bit of a sham. It was sort of like a good story. David, David, at his absolute best, would you take Rose over Westbrook? I I don't know. I think I'd take Westbrook actually. Really? Rose, like, he looks like he's physically there, but he just he doesn't see the court as well as Westbrook, which is ridiculous to say. But Westbrook, like, can just find people out of nowhere it's the most yeah, bizarre Westbrook thing because he looks sees out of control the court he sees the guy open and then chooses not to pass to him hey he's but you know what? Westbrook's a good shooter too I I just yeah I think I just, Derek Rose I, seen, I think I, I've seen, seen LeBron Westbrook. shut him down too many times the Bulls just are, year, year after year LeBron just decides you know what I'm tired of Derek Rose he guards him he shuts him down the guys you got to worry about on the Bulls in my opinion are uh, the front court guys, Noah, Taj Gibson, Pau Gasol. Taj Gibson looked insane tonight. So and now they got, and now they got this guy, you know, Nikola Mirotic or whatever. So yeah. their front court could give a team like the Cavs absolute fits. But hey, is is I, Taj Gibson gonna win Sixth Man of the Year? How does he not win that award this year? After, I mean, he he, honest to God, looked like yeah, a, he had twenty two points on twelve shots. Because Dion Waiters is going to win it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I call Dion Waiters is going to ask to go to the bench so he could win it. <laughs> oh wait, David, we interrupted you though. What were you going to say about the whole Rose uh, Westbrook debate? Oh, I just think the Bulls can be shut down still. Like they don't really have a workable offense. Like tonight, it, they were doing good, but it just seemed like Derrick Rose tries to get in the paint and then they pass out, and if someone collapses, they take the open shot. See, like, here's it's, my it's thing. Crazy. I would rather have. Derek Rose coached by Tom Thibodeau, then I would rather have Russell Westbrook coached by Scott Brooks. Agreed. 100% agreed. You know, and Rose that's- is an offensive machine who, with the right defensive system, becomes a great player. Westbrook is a, has a very flawed game to me. Yeah, well, and he's not... A, I've seen him just completely play with his head in his keister during playoff games too many times to trust right. him. Exactly. Bingo. I mean, but it doesn't it just doesn't matter. He's he's he has transcendent athleticism and he's a gamer. I mean Rose had transcendent athleticism as well though. I think so, Rose is just more coachable. He might be a smarter player, meaning that he wants to be as a part of the team. I, I don't know if it's a smartness thing. I just think uh Westbrook thinks he knows Better than the coach half the time. Guys, let's about- move on from this discussion, though. I want to keep this conversation going. Okay. I'll give you the last word there. Okay. Um, you know, the, the Bulls in 2010, 2011, no one remembers this now, but they had the best record in all of basketball, right? Right. They were 62. Yeah, and, and they lost 4-1 to one to the Heat, who were kind of a funky team, at the time, they hadn't really figured out their offense except for transition play. Um, so you know, they're they, they're a good regular season team and not built. Well, they had they had Lou Deng in his prime. Then you know they had um, they had like Jimmy Butler entering his prime now. Yeah, I don't think he's as good as Lou Deng was in his prime. I mean, they had Ashik just completely shutting down 
the paint. They were a good team. They were well coached. They were tough. They grinded out 62 wins and they just got completely exposed by the Heat. You know, and I think it's just because LeBron decided, you know, I'm just going to shut down Derrick Rose as I've done the previous three seasons whenever we face them. And yeah, but the Bulls have so many more offensive options yeah. now. Oh, especially Noah. Noah's a, a legitimate star now. Well, right, they, guys, had, they had Noah then. He was a star then. It was, I mean, yeah, but I'm not talking quite about, to the same degree. I'm talking about 2011. I'm not going back like a decade. No, you know? but like, you know, I think last season, the season before, he's grown a lot. But guys, let's, let's move on from this conversation. I want to go back to the Cavs. You know, tomorrow, now we're only, what, um... 20 hours away from, from tip-off, twenty or 18 hours away. Prediction for the season, prediction for the finals. Tom, who do you have for the finals this year? Yeah, I think Spurs and Cavs. I'm going to go with kind of the, the general consensus. For the NBA finals? Spurs-Cavs. Yep. All right. Yeah, I think those are the... Spurs so, are the Tom, best does our bets... I- are, you, are you still betting that the Spurs beat the Cavs? Yes, if they meet, I think the so. Spurs so, the if the loser of that bet has to do a video of the of the uh, Ricky, uh, yeah, Davis Ricky Davis double, double, right? I was thinking about who I'm going to have to play Jerry Sloan and make that face. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, who do you got uh, in the finals? I got the. I'm going to go with the Clippers and the Cavs. Uh, don't take mine. Come on, Nate. I okay. <laughs> I, I, wait, really quickly, guys. I don't want to. I don't want to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up. I picked Nets Clippers last year. Oh, <laughs> well, the Clippers are pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone thought the Nets were going to be a lot better than they looked last year, but that's because Jerron Williams forgot how to play basketball. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm picking Clippers and uh, Cavs, obviously, as well. David, who do you uh, have? Cavs Spurs. Ah. Uh. So no one's picking the Thunder. No, the Thunder just are really thin. I mean, and they lost Cephalosha, too. I, I mean, okay, come on. Kevin Durant could gain weight if he wanted to. Tom, you don't have to mention his weight every time we have a <laughs> <laughs> That That Kevin Durant to Washington thing is going to become a much – it's going to become a bigger and bigger deal as the season goes on. So it's going to if, if it's going to become a distraction. If they don't if they don't win, you think he goes to Washington? I I don't know. I think it's going to be very similar to LeBron when he left. The media is going to make it a story. You know, I mean, the media makes everything a story. All right, guys. Let's close this thing up. A scale of 1 to 10, where's your mind right now? How excited are you? Where are you going to be at noon tomorrow? <laughs> David, scale, go. Scale of 1 to 10, uh, where is your mind? Emotionally, like how psyched up are you for this? Okay, October. Uh, that's a good question. How <laughs> yeah. psyched 1 to 10? Where is your mind 1 to 10? Well, my uh, mind's like, uh, I'm thinking of the number 4. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Tom. Purple. Trying, yeah, purple, exactly. <laughs> David, where are you right now? What are you feeling? Are you are you ready? Are you nervous? Are you? Um, I'm not nervous, but I am ready to post like ridiculous tweets the entire game since this is like the first time we can post stuff that's actually about good things on the Cavs. Very, very, very true. Nate, what about you? I'm a little grouchy. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's always grouchy. Nate, do you really the want Royals, to get off the your Royals lost? Yeah, yeah, I know. I Alex Gordon screwed up that home plate play. That was ridiculous. Yeah, he should have just kept going. Seriously, that was ridiculous. Um, it's like 
what was he thinking? They weren't going to get another chance to score. I know, right? not so, against Bumgarner, yeah. Do you want us to get off your lawn? Uh, no, I just want the Royals to lay off high fastballs. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Tom, are you are you ready for tomorrow? I know you you're like you're. I kind of feel like you're secretly the most emotional of all of us on this Cavs team. When, yeah, when, I'm definitely the most emotional. Um, yeah, I just I'm. How just how often are you gonna cry tomorrow? Do you think? Honestly, <laughs> I'm hoping I don't cry at all. I'm hoping I'm just like doing dances in my living room and just having I have having this, a party all night. I have this feeling that there's going to be a moment where all of us are just emotionally overwhelmed. I don't know what's going to happen to any of us at that moment, but when you see LeBron and Kevin Love and so here's Kyrie what, Irving, here, on here's that what I want. Here's what I want more than anything to happen sometime in the first two months of the season. I want LeBron to have. A two-minute stretch like he did in Milwaukee back in 2009 or 2008 or whatever when he hit – when he scored 16 points in like two minutes and he just kept backing up further and further and shooting threes and making them. And, and the Milwaukee crowd completely <laughs> lost their mind because it was so incredible. Like I just – I really just want to – I selfishly want to see something like that happen. I, honestly, have, have the crowd just go delirious and I want to just be like rolling around in the fetal position like laughing. Honestly, that's what I want. I, I need don't even that care happen. about that. I just w- w- the thing that's sort of like motivating me. Stop killing my dream, man. Uh, yeah, you, you want him to hit like one of those half court shots. Like I want him to shot. start. He- I want him to start heat checking and making them. And I just want to go crazy. My thing is, I'm setting the scene for you guys. All right, tomorrow night you're sitting in your apartment. You're at a bar. I don't know where you're going to be. You're at the stadium. For anyone listening right now. Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Anderson Barajao, and Dion Waiters are all on the court. The stadium is going crazy. That brand new beautiful screen showing all of them there. That's ESPN. what I'm excited about. I just that like, is when I'm gonna shed a tear when the Humongatron is unveiled. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but really, guys, I mean, think about the moment that that's gonna be there. Everything. It's just gonna feel like a culmination of four years of hell leads to the promised land, hopefully. And the biggest TV. And the biggest TV. <laughs> to Humongotron. Well, Come on. I hope they do that 3D thing they did for uh, Z's retirement. I was thinking about that. I really hope they do, too. Or not his retirement, his jersey retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the like, crazy thing where they, yeah, that yeah, was amazing. That was awesome. They need to, like, make that a part of the pregame intro. Is Moondog going to be back? <laughs> yeah. Because he got hurt. He was uh, can we bring Moondog on for a podcast? You know, I heard Moondog was asked if he's ready for the game, and he said he was 83% sure he was going to play. Guys, <laughs> how, many, of, how many Ebola yeah. mentions are going to be in the, in the stadium? Oh, now? come on. Why are you, what? You've got to bring Ebola and current events into the situation. We're not the ones with the goofy governor quarantining everything. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, so I work for a company that owns a bowling alley in New York City. And, um, yeah, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. That guy, the guy was at a bowling alley. So there was a, there was a day. Oh, of, I, I thought you were going to make an e-bowling joke. No, no, no. There, <laughs> there was a day of like true terror that like he had Uh-oh. been at the, my company's bowling alley. That would have been a disaster. Um, all right, guys, final, final one word prediction from each of you. Not one word, but one sentence prediction. Cavs record. Go Tom. They're going to be uh, 
62 and 20. And uh, that's all I need from you. It's just going to be an amazing season. It's just, it's going to be fun. Nate, final record. Humongotron. All right. (laughs) David, final record. Uh, 55 wins. Uh, I'm going to say 59 wins. And I think the Cavs win the NBA championship and we all shed more than a few tears. Guys, I'm excited. We are, we are closing in. We're almost, almost now 17 hours away. The Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, Deion Waiters, Anderson Baruchel, the whole shebang. It's coming to Cleveland. Uh, when, when you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you'll be able to watch ESPN a little, catch them live broadcasting from East 4th Street. And uh, as always, go Cavs. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. Thank you for listening to Cavs the Blogs podcast. Check back soon for some more fun with your favorite bloggers.